Pressure flush. Capsized types, they compete to see who can put on a bigger show. Gaudy, cheap, overdone. You're the opposite. So refined. Like you don't even breathe the same air as the rest of us. I'll bet you have so much you don't even know you're rich. Roka didn't know how to answer. She never thought about her wealth. She certainly had no intention of revealing anything about her private life. I'll tell you what else. The captain leaned toward her. You're a load more arrogant than a capsized twitch. I don't mean the arrogance people use to hide insecurity, but the kind where you're so sure of yourself, you don't even realize it. Capsized types are always compensating, knowing they aren't the real thing. I'll wager you've never compensated in your life. Roka blinked. You think I'm arrogant? Oozing it, honey. Dryly, Roka said, whereas you are humility personified. The captain laughed. Point to you. I'm glad I get one. The captain's smile faded. You don't need any more. After that, they fell silent. Roka didn't know what else she could say. Soon, they would reach Skyfall. Sunlight poured over Roka as she and the captain crossed the tarmac of the Skyfall port. Roka felt heavy. The gravity was noticeably stronger than the human norm, and she walked carefully, relearning how to time her steps. The air was rich and fresh, exhilarating in its purity. She breathed deeply, savoring it. No smog, no irritants, no impurities. Actually, that last wasn't true. Clouds puffed the lavender sky. Blue clouds. They were lovely, but strange. It meant the water here had impurities that made it blue. She hoped they wouldn't make her sick or turn any part of her blue. The suns were dim enough to glance at. Two suns. Another oddity. The double star system surely destabilized the planet's orbit. The suns were beautiful, though. A rich gold. The big one hung like a great coin in the sky, half eclipsing its smaller, darker companion. Although both seemed darker than the star type considered ideal for human life, their combined output wasn't noticeably dim. Golden light suffused the landscape. Roka doubted this system had developed naturally. The world had probably been moved here long ago and terraformed for human life. Her distant ancestors, the people of the Ruby Empire, had possessed a remarkable technology, managing feats of astrophysical engineering impossible today. That knowledge had vanished after the fall of the Ruby Empire five millennia ago. Pretty, the captain grumbled, as if offended that she had to admit such a thing. Roka smiled. Skyfall captivated her. They left the tarmac and walked through the safety zone around it, out into the plains. Silver-green reeds as high as her hips rippled in every direction, each topped by an iridescent bubble the width of her thumbnail. Leaning over, she touched a bubble. It floated into the air and popped, showering her with glitter. Roka laughed with delight. Careful, the captain growled. We don't know what this flora can do to a person. She looked around, shading her eyes with her hand. Where is everyone? Good question. Roka surveyed the port. It consisted of little more than the tarmac and a round whitewashed house whose turreted roof resembled a bluebell turned upside down. Sparkling bubbles floated in the air along the path she and the captain had taken through the reeds. The only other motion was a small droid on the tarmac, refueling the freighter. Although the capsized port had notified no one of their travel plans, the captain had been in contact with the computers here.
Surely someone human knew they were coming. The captain scowled. This is bizarre. Even an automated port should have someone in charge. A full-sized robot, for flaming sakes. Roka motioned toward the south. Look. About a kilometer away, a cluster of white houses with blue or purple roofs showed above the reeds. The towers of a picturesque castle rose up behind them, topped by spires, with pennants snapping in the wind. It's a village, she said. The captain squinted. Or the set for some absurd hall of it about our charming past, as if it were romantic to have no central heat or garbage removal. Roka could see what she meant. Idealist, nostalgic for an old-fashioned life might have established the village. However, it could also be the real thing, descended from a colony of the Ruby Empire. Many of the lost colonies had survived the five millennia of Dark Ages that followed the collapse of the empire.